Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome to Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps, a podcast for you, the players, supporters and the hard-working volunteers that make a glorious game from the lowest to the highest levels in the UK and beyond. We at Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps have now teamed up with Derbyshire County Cricket Club to promote cricket at all levels across the county and wider regions. I'm Rick, I'm here with Ian, Richard and Neil as we take you on a journey around our home here at Winslow Cricket Club in Burn-on-Trent. On this podcast, we'll keep you updated on all the goings-on here at Whitsell Cricket Club, and we will also be answering all your questions and inviting you, the listener, to send in all your stories from around the cricketing world. We will, of course, have a special guest coming with their view from Cow Corner with all their stories, ideals and anecdotes. So, let's get started and bring you up to date with the goings-on at Whitsell Cricket Club, the little club with a big personality. Well, listeners, welcome to another episode of Stumps, Umps and Beer Pumps. This is part two of our Winsel Cricket Club season review. And on this episode, we've got our first and second team batting all-rounder, Nigel West. Also, we've got our second team opening bowler, Duncan Wright. And we've also got club captain and first team captain, Matty Clark. So let's go straight in and listen to Neil with the stats for Nigel West. With nearly 9,500 runs on play cricket, Westie is one of the Winsel's consistent one scorers. This season, scoring just over 500 between both teams with a top score of 72 against Hanbury. Ball's leg breaks were the best of 3 for 47 versus Sandy Acre. Fielding-wise, can usually be found at square leg. He might catch her, he might not. Probably not. And without doubt, the worst person to stand next to in a minute's silence from experience. So, over to you, Nige. Nige, then, to get things off and running, then, how do you feel the season's gone? For for the team for Winsel. Okay, what well, the club? Yeah, pretty good, I think. Generally, I did. Obviously, I played a bit of mixture for both teams, which is quite nice. Really, in one respect, it means I get a bowl. Unlike when I don't normally, but we'll leave that one for later, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think first team probably. You know, 
have said, like maybe previously, maybe a little bit of over, overachievement to what they perhaps thought they'd finish, but they maybe ended a bit disappointing when it probably could easily maybe finish second. I mean, top was probably always going to be an hard yeah. push with Micklover. They were going to be a tough side to beat, I think, over the, the, the season. But I think the rest of the sides, not a lot between them, I don't think. So no. you've obviously played first first and seconds. Is there, have you got a preference? Well, I always want to play so first team. I think anybody should play at the highest level they can all, all the time, whatever club they're at, obviously. So you know, still I'm not feel... into people who don't want to play first team or they only want to play seconds or they only want to play first team. You've got to play for the club, that's that, isn't it? Yeah. So you, you, you feel, obviously, you know, you feel you're obviously very fit and very agile. You're not the youngest member of the side. No, I'm probably one of the oldest now. Probably the fittest, though. Yeah, probably. Uh, I think fitness, cricket fitness and being fit, obviously, you've got to try and keep fit as you get older. Else you, you know, you are going to struggle yeah. playing any sport, team sport. Uh, I think you get repetitive injuries playing the same cricket for all the years I've played you, you get a stiff back and you don't you can't get down in the field as, as well as you could even if you are fit it's just is a struggle you know diving about sort of is not as easy as it used to be but as regards maintaining fitness and being able to run between the wickets and stuff like that you know stamina no issue so how do, you, how do you feel you've gone yourself on a personal level yeah I think I've had a reasonable season really I think started off quite well Probably tailed off a bit disappointing from my own personal point of view towards the end. I sort of had a couple of, you know, not, uh, innings where I didn't get many runs. I started playing for the twos, actually. I got, got a couple of good scores. Then I, I managed to like, smack one. I played against, played against Rose Hill at home. I managed to smash one straight down someone's throat. And then from then on, it all sort of tailed off a bit. The odd 20 and 25, then out, you know, whereas... Early on, I got a couple of 50s and 30s and sort of like that, really. But, yeah, other than that, quite pleased with how I played. Opening bat, sort of number three, four bat. Well, that's the plan. I mean, this year it's been a bit of a mixture. I mean, I've opened, I've gone a bit at five, I've been down at eight, not had a bat this year, so I've had all sorts of positions, really, depending on what the situation of the game, I suppose. Uh, but generally, opening is where I've where usually been. Comfortable yeah. at all three, you know, sort of thing, yeah, to be honest. So then, obviously, like you said, you, let, you play the seconds, you get a bowl in the seconds. Yeah. Neil sort of read your figures out for the bowling. You took a few wickets this year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, you always think you're going to, in, in a lower division, you're going to, you know, get wickets with some bad balls, really, because you do. I mean, but then if you don't bowl well, somebody will still hit your full tosses for four or six or whatever. But, yeah, it's nice to, it's nice to be able to contribute when you're in the field. I mean, fielding's never been my best trait of the game, and I, don't, I wouldn't say I like fielding, which is hard work when you don't like fielding, <laughs> um, especially as you get older, like you've yeah. said before. But so if you're getting a bit of a bowl as well, it does help. Do you class yourself as a bit of a sort of all-rounder? Or do you, I always you used to be. I mean, bowls a bit or? Well, when I started out playing as a kid, I was, I was a bowler, a leggy. Um, played for a Burton uh, in the, for their youth team, because Winslow didn't have a youth team and weren't many smaller clubs. Had them, really, at that point. At one point, there was like the Burton Bass and the Incoops, Pirellis of the world. They were bigger, bigger clubs, only they had the youth teams. And I was, I was sort of playing under 17 to when I was 14, bowling. Yeah. 14, 15. And I'd not really grown by that point. So loopy leggies... Pitching them and turning, it worked quite well. But actually, deadly. Deadly, absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> deadly. I mean, as a leg spinner, if you get too tall, it's impossible almost. You've got to try and get the ball down as well yeah. as up. So you've only got 22 yards to do it, or less than 22 yards to do it in. It does become trickier. So um, so as I got older, then obviously my batting improved. and practised more my batting and then started getting runs. Again, playing for Burton, twos in the Central League. The odd time in the ones when I was sort of 16, 17. Um, some tough opponents in, in that cricket, ex-county players and certainly yeah. people who don't actually play test cricket as well. Um, so it was a bit of a tough upbringing that. Normally got thrashed every week, but you learn how to play defensively yeah. and not get out. 
So when did you sort of make the transition to bat sooner than to bowl, and then even to be, become an opener? It gets taken out of your arms almost, doesn't it? You know, you perhaps have a good, you know, a good neck in one winter, and you look like you're going to bat, and then you just get some of the tap on the shoulder who's seen your promise and go, "I'm going to open with you today," or whatever, and you, you go and open, and, you, and then you go, "Right, okay," and then you do okay. Somebody, a captain, sticks with you, and then you open the batting. That happened, at, that happened at Burton quite a bit, and then I, I sort of then left there due to the fact I couldn't really play weekends much because of work Work then stepped in and then I come back, came back to well. I say I never really left Winsor to be fair because that's where my dad started and played okay. so it was always a family thing and then obviously I went, I went back to Winsor just playing Sundays for, for, for a good three stroke four years didn't play league cricket Right. So have you, you played for Winsor, obviously you said played the youth for Burton and stuff. How long have you played for Winsor for all that? Well, generally since... Well, I, start, well, I went down with my dad netting when I was about eight or nine. But as regards playing, uh, say no youth team, so probably from sort of 18, 19, I suppose, okay. through okay. till now. I've had a, had a couple of years out when I went to Rolston for a couple of years, but that ever, ever present really Been there since then. Yeah. Oh, superb. I haven't got the carriage clock yet. Like, but still. <laughs> not, not the gold watch? No. <laughs> You don't even get that when you're a, when you're a goat. Apparently, you don't get it. No, no, much. no, no. Have you got a memorable game of this season? What me personally, or yeah, for something that stuck out for yeah. you, either either for, for you personally that something happens is really good, or something that's happened in a particular game that's just, you just remember for for some reason. Uh, me personally, um, probably innings against Trentside. The game looked like it may get rained off. We lost a couple. I think I can't remember what number of batted that day. To be honest with you, it wasn't opening. I think it might have gone in four, but. Which we was up for the first or the second? First, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we lost. I think Watto got one of his early early exits. Uh, one of his not you know, obviously not many. He did that. Um, did Brett get caught and bowled? Brett, Brett up the order, didn't we? Yeah, Brett up the order. Try like get on with it a bit. He he didn't last particularly long. Trying to get on with it probably, which is it's it's always like a poison chalice when somebody tells you to get on with it or and it's like, they always tell you to get on with it, but don't do anything stupid. Yeah, always worked well. <laughs> but yeah, so to be fair. I nearly got cleaned up first ball. I remember like this guy was bowling for the Trent side, he coming around the wicket, I just didn't pick it up and like went through bat and pad and mean another day, text off stump out, but it missed everything. And then from that then I thought, oh, it's gonna be positive here, else this is gonna be a disaster. Then the next yeah. one I managed to like a middle defensive shot and then it all went well from there really. Yeah. We'd had some rain in to be fair, the pitch started skidding on nicely to the bat, I felt. I mean that's what happens, I think if you know as a batsman, you get the nice feel of the some wickets just played to your strengths and it just skidded on nice and then I just sort of like clicked into gear and hit 50 and won the game. About 20 minutes later, it threw it down the rain. I've obviously been watching you because I mean I've, I've tend to watch the, the seconds more than the first because obviously Billy plays yeah, the seconds. Yeah. And I've I've sort of watched you. I've watched you for a long time, and I've always sort of you've always been known for steady start and don't don't score overly quick, and you, you sort of hold an innings. But this year. I've watched some some of your innings this year. You've just come straight out of the starting blocks, and where's sort of how does it how do you go from being Nigel and you're steady, and is it yeah. something a mental thing you do, or is it just just clicks one day and it's? Well, I think well, I don't know. I think I've always been a bit a bit of both. I think if if I mean back in me perhaps say pomp if you like. I mean I wasn't a slow scorer. You know, if the ball was there to it for four or six, it would go. Whether it was the first ball or whether it was eight overs in, so I'd always play. The old, the older adage and play each ball on its merit. Really, I mean, sometimes if you're low on confidence, you tend to get wrapped up in defensive, not to get out. And I've had my periods of career where I've, I've done that, sort of subconsciously, really, I suppose. But I've never thought of a slow player. But because you open the batting, you don't want to do anything stupid yeah. early on. You just generally want to see off the new ball, the usual stuff, and. 
just sort of build a bit of an innings and build a platform for whoever else is coming in. Have you got a sort of a preference where you back them? Do you rather open or do you rather come in a bit, little bit later? Um, I think it. I mean, it my old my old day? mate was Pete, Neil knows well. Pete Barnett, it used to be. I mean, I've always used the same from him. But he always said, you know. The best chance of getting 100 is opening, and then that's true. And that's generally as a batsman, and that's your pinnacle, really. Yeah, it's nice to get 50, but I think when you are at your, you know, your peak of your career, if you like, or you know, the right age, you, you look for hundreds, really. That's it. You know, the team winning, obviously, but personal milestones is if you're opening, I want to get 100. I always think as an opposition player, if you're playing against Nige, I'm not giving no secrets away here, Nige, but don't bowl on his legs. <laughs> I mean, if balls on his legs first up, he's going over the short corner most nine times out of ten. Yeah, well, so he's I'm six straight away. He just, pick, he just, picks, it, just picks it up and that's gone. comes from being the left-hander as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's just a nice pick-up. Just pick it up. Some bigger grounds, that's cost, cost me because I just flicked it rather than hit it. You know, and, yeah. I, mean, I think that shot's still there. I think my cover drive is one of the better shots now, really. You know, push it through the covers, smack it over top of extra cover. There's always a gap out there. So you can get away with a ball that's not necessarily an off volley. That's a bit of a, a get out shot, as in you get out, get some runs. You know what yeah. I mean? Not as in get out, but you know, you know it gets you into the innings, if you like. A few of the lads have said. Eddie especially on the, the, the goat, the goat series before play yeah, cricket started. A very, um, <laughs> yeah. a very elegant player. I think he described you as. He's, and he said, I think on our quote, "I'm not as elegant as Westy." No. So how's that, how's that sort of make you feel? Well, it's, it tells the truth. <laughs> <laughs> elegant. Ga- no, I mean Eddie's been like a, like you say over a number of years now. I've been a rock really in the middle order to see the innings home, chasing it or maybe setting even really. You know. I felt sometimes this whole like sometimes I've got out daft, you know, you know, over the years. Whereas Eddie don't all, no, you know, don't always get out daft, you know. He doesn't have the daft moments, or perhaps whereas I try and play every shot in the book if if it's there yeah. to play, you know, and don't don't all, can be your undoing. But yeah, the left-handers are elegant, aren't they? Generally, look look more aesthetically on the eye than right-handers they do, do tend if, to, yeah. if you play in the right way. Yeah. So have you got? Is anyone standing? Because obviously you played both first and seconds. Is there a performance by another Winsor player that's really made you think that's some performance? That is, you know, there's, there's a couple of ones ones I've seen where I think that has been some performance and shut my head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and walked off to the bar. Brilliant. Some, some performance that yeah. was. Yeah, that's been some performance. <laughs> yeah. Have you looked at three that have you know stood out for you? Yeah, there are been... positive ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think second team been tricky because I mean you know I've I've gone to play for the second team. I've brought myself up to obviously like do something regards with bat and ball if possible. So um, I won't say anybody else overly stood out in the second team wise particularly. I mean that's pretty hard. I think when he plays, he's a decent bowler. You know, difficult to get away. Um, first team wise, I mean Brett got hundred against Etwood, didn't he? I wasn't that didn't play that game. But obviously to get hundreds, get hundreds. So I can't, you know. Obviously it was a good knock. Um, bowling. I mean, I think everyone's bowling in tandems really. Um, you know, when Doug Owen and Jimmy have seen the shine off the new ball, then the bowlers have come on and took the wickets. So like Neil and Kamal, tan tandem have been good. I think Neil got six for against. Um, oh, he was. He just dropped in the right place. They committed suicide. Really. I mean, mm. we, we took probably two good, three good catches that game. I think if they'd have gone down, we probably might have ended up losing that game at home somehow. Um, but. You know, obviously, he got six for not many, so it's a good performance, isn't it? I would say. I think, but I think as a bowling wise, three, he got three wickets, and then Kamala get three, and then perhaps Jimmy and Duggo get one each, and a, you know, a couple of runouts. <laughs> but yeah, nothing necessary. Yeah, I think the bowlers are bowl well in tandem, for certainly Neil and Kamala, anyway. 
for the first team. You're not the first to have said it, to be fair. So you've been yeah, long no, I think no one, no, nothing. You know, Lamb's got no one's got nine for have they? No. Yeah, no one's 118 or out or like the Indians Eddie did the other year where he don't got naught and he got hundred. You know, it's a, but none of that really. There's been that's just more of a sort of team. Everyone, everyone's yeah, everyone's sort of chipped, chipped in, in, haven't they? Everyone's yeah. done a bit this season. I mean, you got you got to give Watto his due for his endurance for like you know batting a lot of overs this year and doing his job as an opener. I must admit. Two points of view then, obviously, because you've played in both leagues this season. Is, is there any players from other clubs? We'll start the first team, which is the Div 3. Yeah. Any players from other sides that have impressed you this year? I mean, I'd say Mikolo, uh, yeah, that was a tough game at their place. Uh, I didn't play the home game, but it was nice to beat them. That was definitely it. So, but yeah, they got quite a few, well, a couple were missing, but they've got a, a strong line-up bowling-wise, especially, I think, really tough to get away. As regards others, I mean... I know they finished probably near the bottom, but I think Brell's had a couple of lads who were decent. One was the captain, the left-hander. Uh, he's a nice-looking player. And the, Alexander Reed. I mean, he kicked the ball. Hmm. I mean, he got runs in both games. And as, as a batsman, is there any, any bowlers in either Div 3 or Div 6 that you don't fancy facing? Uh, no, I don't mind facing anybody. Just fancy your chances against them? Yeah, don't bother, don't bother me. I mean, there's some bowlers that you think you obviously got, you have a tougher time against and you've got perhaps, you know, say, like the Michelover opening pair, you know... Um, Hard to get get them away and survive. Um, I think in Div Six, I mean, you just don't want to get get out. Yeah. You know, really. I can't think who was it who played. I think I mean, a couple of young lads opened the bowl, and I can't think what what game that was. Someone was when Yowie played, and but the pitch was sticky and, and a bit tough. And but they had a couple of young lads, only fifteen, opened the bowl, and but they dropped on this on a length. Um, it yeah. was the game where you knocked them off with. Um, I can't remember his name. We we was oh, we was look we was looking on the things and all the oh, lost this one. Yeah, and you, he smacked a few sixes and you were still in with him. Yeah, yeah. That was a good finish, man. That was a good finish. Yeah. Um, There's been a few tight finishes for the two. Yeah, actually. I managed to see my bar. I mean, he got out in the end, uh, and then end up with batting with Paul Winter. Yeah. And luckily, I like probably I say luckily might hit the ball, but I had the last sort of last like, I'd sort of like first dibs at the last over. Uh, so rather than a couple of swings and a perhaps a miss, and you're thinking right, we need it probably need about ten to win to be fair. And I hit the first ball for four, so and the second yeah. ball went for two, so you break the back of it, don't you? Do you think the think the twos have sort of on par this year? Do you think they should have gone a bit better than they have? I think they started badly. I think they could have done a little better, better than they did. Again, it's always tough for any second team because you know first team players drop out or want that they always get the first dibs as yeah. the best players from the two. So I think they probably deserved to finish where they did in the end, really. I think they've held their own. Held their own. I don't think there was any issue of them going down, even though that was probably a bit of a worry early on. But yeah, I think if there's like a bit more confidence and a bit more positiveness and within the team, I think they could have finished a bit higher. Yeah. So we're obviously at uh, end of the season now. Have you, have you got any winter nets will be starting in a couple of months? Do you particularly work on anything? Yeah, yeah. I very rarely go. <laughs> I don't net much. I think I went a couple of times last year. I don't. I mean, winter indoor nets are quite nice to see all the lads again, and like you say, maybe have a couple just to see the yeah. ball and banter bat, and that's about it. I think I always find that with false lights and stuff, it it zips off concrete. I know it's a mat down and concrete underneath, so yeah. you know it's it it just get, gets your eye back in a little bit, but it has no bears, no resemblance to grass and the first wicket you play on in the year really it's that first game of the it season it just gets your feet moving really rather yeah. than stuck I think it helps bowlers more than batsmen I think to be honest because it's you know you can you know where you can you drop it on a length can't you? it's the same distance so you, you get your arm over and 
pitch it where you need yeah. to pitch it, line and length sort of thing. Some time in your legs. Right then, so have you got? So you must have. You know, you've played for Winslow a long time. You must yeah. have some memories. Must have some funny stories. Yeah. Funny memories. Well, bloody hell, some memory, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Anything that particularly sticks in mind for you? Well, there's normally me now. Normally, I have a laugh about lots of things most of the year. So <laughs> I think I think we're down as comedian number one, comedian number two, Callan and Ball, really. <laughs> Nothing we're we have, we have a mo- we have a moment. Yeah. yeah, we don't like minute silences. We'll leave that one there. Yeah. I might have already mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> they always, uh, yeah, he looks at me, I'll look at him when we're done. I mean, what makes me laugh are just, just sort of situations, but, I mean, the one that always springs to mind, and we talk about it probably every year uh, because it just comes up. We played a, a cup game against Aston on Trent. <laughs> I don't know, probably about five years ago now. Longer long than that. It might be six, seven, yeah, every time flies, doesn't it? And we, I think I go, I, I've got runs. I mean, I've, again, that's a team I've always got runs against. I'm, I don't know, I must have got 80 odd, I think, that day, and we got set to above 200. I think we were doing okay at one point, and it looked like we were going to probably coast it home. And then it got tight, you know, with one thing or another. And then um, we we're down to like the last over to bowl, and it counted Anthony Adams was playing for us still, and uh, he had a bit of a say who should bowl. Mars for captain. He was coming to me and to Neil, and I said, Well, you think you should bowl the last over? And I said, Well, you know, we all sort of threw names in the hat, and Anthony Adams says, uh, I think Lewis should bowl, Gadsby. <laughs> And I, I don't think he'd bowled all year, certainly not for the first team anyway, because it was definitely more a second team player then. So, we, you know, all right, you know, Lewis is bowling. So, anyway, me and Neil were on the boundary, and I was at deep square, sorry, deep mid wicket, all around that area. And oh, uh, cow, here at Cow. And uh, <laughs> sitting on the bench where Mick and all the old fellas sit was uh, Matt's granddad, John. Couldn't see he was coming to bowl, says to me and Neil, as we're waiting for the, like, everyone to the field to set himself. He's like, he's coming on. And uh, Neil says, oh, Lewis. And John, John, I mean, you had to be there, really, but John com- comes out with this comment like, not Lewis! <laughs> like one of those, like, snooker referees. He's going, going for the pink. <laughs> it's, it's a long pot. Not Lewis! So we used to just laughing straight away without how we say it, not Lewis. Anyway, this over just went from bad to worse. The first ball got hit into Gooding's, over Keith Gooding's bungalow to six, and it's like, how did they need now? About ten. Ten, ten or eleven. Yeah, the next four, few balls were all right. Well, yeah. Then we thought, oh, God, it was like, the first ball was half, you know, half track, it up bowl all year. I mean, it's horrible. To, it happened to me this year against in the cup. We are West, you know, come and bowl this over and keep them down to this. Smashed the first ball, disappears out the ground. You're under the, you're under the thumb, aren't you? So anyway, so the next few balls were all right, and then uh, I don't really what happened. Here. Just end up with calamity at the end. I mean, he bowled an okay ball, the ran, they needed two to win. All he had to do was throw it to Woody behind the stumps, take the bales off. So he threw it to Woody, he fumbles it. All he had to do was hang on to the ball, really, because to try and run another run, just knock the bales off. Then he ends, he just decides to sling it to the <laughs> other end, completely miss the stumps, and then run it and they win the match. Yeah, disaster. Just a disaster. So, like, managed to snatch uh, defeat in the, from the jaws of victory, as they say. <laughs> well, that wasn't really the end of it. I mean, we're still laughing about the not Lewis and the over itself. You know how it all panned, all the <laughs> calamity out panned out, and then Lewis obviously, poor lad, took it to art because he was bowling the over and did no more than to start to walk home with like a fourteen-ton bag on his back <laughs> up up Miller Lane, Stormont. up Melbourne Avenue, and wherever else you were going. There's been quite a few though of those sort of moments. Yeah. Are there any players that you you've sort of really missed playing with? Yeah, I mean, I mean, 
me and Eddie Hunt, well, and Neil, John Neil in it. We had, we had a chat, I can't remember what, what Saturday it was, about who would be in your all-time Winsor 11 yeah. uh, over the years. And I picked a team, Neil sort of picked a team between us, obviously, we'd played with. And there were a few names that were, you know, some a lot similar, but a few that obviously were during my more my time than, than Neil's, like the likes of Terry Mason. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was a good player. But, you know, if you're talking about goats, he probably is Winsor's goat, to be honest, batting them all-rounder. Slip fielder never dropped anything at slip. You know. Did you play with Terry? Much? Yeah, for a number of years. Yeah, at the latter half of his career. Yeah, probably he was in his mid late forties. But I batted, had some good good partnerships with Terry. You know, we won some games or set some big scores. Um, Kevin Gray came from Tutbury, winning brewery cups and leagues and stuff like that with some good players. And um, any players you like playing now that you like batting with? Nice to bat somebody who can run between the wickets and I'll just leave you like never run wild. It, I don't like the uncertainty of somebody who's like yes, no, and leaves you stranded. There's a few of them at the club, and you don't, then you just don't bother trying to run, and then you end up. You know, you lot, that's a lot of my game in a way. I mean, left hand, right hand is everyone's fielding captain's nightmare. When I've been a captain for a number of years, you ate it. Left hand or field change, field change, field change. You just does your head in the end. Eddie obviously always ran well with. I mean, I've had a, I've had some good partnerships with Watto actually. Started off open together, I think this year, and we had mm. a couple of 50s, 60s without loss, which is always a good start, isn't yeah, it? So, good platform, isn't it? Um, been a few over the years, really. Where you know, it's nice to have somebody who perhaps also take the pressure off you. You know, uh, I'm not battered a lot with Woody, but people like that, where you know, you might perhaps been in and you just. You stop in and something then some other ends it in fours, you know, and you can just sort of relax a bit then. You know, your yeah. game's not under pressure really. The scoreboard's still ticking along, you know, somebody else as well batting and scoring runs. It's always hard. I always find it hard about somebody who's not gonna get runs. And that sounds stupid. No, uh, no, but no, somebody no, who's no, just no, gonna yeah. stay there is fair enough. But if they're not rotating the strike and their over's always gonna be a maiden, you've got to try and get probably ten off your over. Yeah, pressure on yourself. And then you get out. So I just think moving on to next season, I just think Winsell will We'll, we'll we'll say first team. I just think they'll they'll fare next year. I think there's a chance of them going up. Well, if this is anything to go by, then you'd say so. I don't know about there's talk of other players coming to the club who would hopefully strengthen the club. First team, stroke second team, anyway. Then if that happens, then they've got we've got every we've got every chance really. I suppose with the same players like now, I think it's always going to be tricky because we always get that part of the season when certain players don't play for whatever reason. But I mean, I think the same if they play every week and everybody else plays as many as they can, fitness and obviously availability, then I think we've got every chance of finishing yeah. in the top two. Yeah. So, like you said earlier, though, second team, if if it works as it should, you know, well, move the they, players in and about. End of the day, I mean, the saying always goes: any club, you know, you haven't got a second team unless you've got a first team. Yeah. And that's that. You yeah, know, you, know, you, you, you can't necessarily pick your second team thinking we are we've got to have these players or that players you know, they're, they're only there because there's a first team yeah. uh, out of form players drop down absolutely if you got that you know which is this is probably the only first maybe last year a little bit this is to be fair I think the only season where I've looked at the squad and seen the fact that that is now a genuine thing Yeah. I mean going back years that was never was it Neil never no, really good happen yeah the 11-11 11 was 11 OK, we probably were the best player, so even if you weren't in form, you're probably going to get picked, but but you had nobody pushing you. You know, if I was not in form, I'd still be in. If Eddie wasn't in form, he'd still be in. Yeah, hoping to get a score at so some point down the yeah, line. Yeah, you just hope they'd get, get, click in at some, or, some point, or if somebody bowled rubbish, they'd still be in. Yeah, it's a lot like this. Obviously, this year, Angelo's batted well for the twos. He's, yeah. He got moved and, up. Well, that's that well, one, deservedly so. I mean, he can't start scoring 80, 70, 80, and all out for three, four weeks and not get pushed yeah. in. You're not sending out the right message, are you? No. Uh, I think it took a few games to settle. You first, know. first, I think the first couple he played, he was unlucky, which didn't help. 
it's just well, it's slightly different game, isn't it? You've got umpires. Umpires, yeah. so your LBW comes in. I mean, you can't just kick the ball away and, and get given not out. Which... Not, not, not that he does that, but obviously... No, no he, he's not an LBW <laughs> candidate every week, I know, but if you get one that does, does a bit and it's on the pad, I mean, it, when you're your umpires, you're going to probably say, oh, no, not out, if it's sort of any sort of doubt. Uh, whereas in league umpires, they're going to say, is it pitched in line, has it hit him in line, finger up? Or if it's pitched in line and missing, they probably think, well, I've still got but... <laughs> But, you know, either way, that's what's going to happen. So you can be unlucky. And, but I think you get any confidence coming. Or you, you, I think when you first go into any club and then go into a first team, it's, well, just personal experience, you know, you, everything ramps up regards to pressure in your own, for your own yeah. game, really. I mean, going back to I went to Ralston, started off playing for the twos there, then went to play for the first, then for most of the two seasons I was there. You knew straight away, you felt it, the pressure was up. Mm. Other than the fact you're going to be facing a hell of a lot better bowlers, you know, you, you didn't want to let anybody down. You need to get rid of that, really. Not get comfortable where you think, like we've just said, where you can't get dropped, but you get to that. You need to get to the stage where you feel comfortable being in that environment. I think Angelo said off record, it's, it, the intensity is different. So he's like, different in the field, different in the batting, it's a bit more intense. Where, well, I don't think it is, he's just like a laugh, isn't it? But you're not, if you're not used to it, you're well, not used to it. But that's what I'm saying, I've been used yeah, to it. You know, yeah. you know, I don't think anything of it. No. You know, but we probably would think something of it, you know, mm. subconsciously or not. You don't even know so much how your fellow players are going to warm to you, do you? Or yeah, true. That's right. Even though you might see him, you've seen him in the after most weeks on a Saturday and in a drink in the bar, and you talk. You know, it's not like anybody gets ignored. But yeah. people always talk about I hate the word click, but it, it can't help it because you know people have known each other for so long. Me, Neil, Neil and Jonesy, obviously mates at school, stuff like that. You're gonna you're gonna yeah. migrate to the people you you get on with and you've known for years. You, you know. It's always harder to go over to a stranger and, and sit and talk to them for 40 minutes rather than going over to talk to someone who's been one of yeah. your best mates for 20 years. Yeah, but that, well, that's it. I mean, after a game, is different, completely different environment, completely different atmosphere anyway. And then when you go, like Clarky, for instance, good laugh, you know, and, and he is. I've, I've known Clarky a long time off the field. He's, he's a completely different character on the field. To yeah. off, I, th- I think, from, I mean, I don't, I've never played under him, I don't play anymore, but I just get that impression. He's well, very he's on the field. Yeah. It's completely different. Well, you've got to have some, you've got to have discipline, haven't you? You've got to have discipline as it just goes yeah. to pot. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, that's right. I mean, I was, I was captain for a number of years, and throughout the times, loads of times, when I blew my lid. You just do, I mean, just to try and keep people like, under the, yeah. you know, just do stupid things. I'm not saying Matt has lost it this year. No. <laughs> I'm saying, but I did, I did lose it a few times as a skipper. I it's hard not to when you're in the the, the, the heat of, of yeah, battle, you know, I suppose, so to speak. There's a lot going on. A lot going everyone's on. got opinions, haven't they? That's everyone's got opinion, and you know, and normally the, the thing is when things start going wrong, everyone's disappeared to the boundary and they left you on your own. Yeah. When things are going right, everyone's got everyone's got an opinion. So at Winsor, then we've the addition of cameras this year. How do you feel Not about glug, the glug camera? camera. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, do you think it's yeah. a good addition, or have you, do you watch yourself back? Well, I'm not really, but when it's on, you can't help watching it. You know, we've had probably too many occasions after the game where we press play from the start, and we're all st- sat there doing that. <laughs> By the way, obviously not on television. This position is me holding a glass, staring <laughs> inanely into a, into space. Do you ever watch but, it and look at yourself? And think, oh, that's, that's. I'm sexy. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I can imagine you do. To be fair, <laughs> do you ever look at it from a point of view of position of feet? Do you, do you look bother with it, anything like that, or um, look back and think, oh, I could have done that different. Let me just watch that back. Let me watch this. Yeah, you do look at that and think, you know, I didn't realise I perhaps played a bit like that. Yeah, I've never been a big feet mover. I've I've been more of a like you know weight distribution, yeah. you know going the right way, play the shots. I mean it's just natural, isn't it? That's how you play. Anybody plays, but I'm not a big stride. I think I always thought I did get a big stride in. 
but I don't get a big stride in. I just sort of like wait forward or back uh, and then play the shots, really. You, so. had a, you had a court and bowl on camera, remember? Was it, was yeah, it, that was special, wasn't it? <laughs> that was a little dolly <laughs> that rolled down your chest and then well, you, it was, it never it, moved on. Well, to be fair, it was a steepler. <laughs> it, it middled it up straight up in the air. It went into the clouds and come back down with uh, snow on it. Yeah, I remember it bounced off my nose onto my chest, onto my knees and caught it in between my legs in the end. No one moved like to say well done. So, of course, yeah, nobody actually come and crash me. <laughs> but to be fair as well, I will actually, I did look at this. This is, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned this because that was a key wicket because that was he one was. of the lads who got any runs. He was. I, can't I got it. two people out that day who got, who got one got 30 and could have won the game for him. I got him out and there's other guy got 20 odd. There's only one other guy I got more than him and I got them two out. It was Elveston, weren't it? Elveston. It, it was, was Elveston, yeah. yeah. Was... Who were like bottom of the league, like everyone's whipping boys. Yeah, they and when they nearly beat us, yeah, was, the, unless I came on to bowl, it was a full left hand, a full toss. I thought, guys, <laughs> this is six. Like your first ball, and he spooned it straight up. Yeah, this is out. It, like it went all down his chest, rolled down thing, and he like caught it at the floor like a starfish. It went down like a starfish. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and no one moved to put like so. What, what, what was that drama about? He just like, oh, I don't know. Well, he says that, but I think it was about him last season, or it was last season when I played. Yeah, it was against Tupper, wasn't it? Oh yeah, he come on. I come on before him. You ought to have seen his face through the end. He got he got took off because he wrote it was on the wrong end, and no, I was no, no, the other end. Remember, got took off. You got put on before me to get some overs in. Then you got. Yeah, but then uh, you come on the other end though. Yeah, and I got panned. Exactly. Like, then you got took off. So <laughs> what does that mean then? You <laughs> got yeah. took off. So rewinding here, it he got took off, <laughs> and then didn't get back on. He got a face like a slap. You yeah. know what? <laughs> what's, it like, what, what's it like? Obviously, what's it like playing with Westy then, Neil? It's all right. I quite like it. We have a laugh. It's just we've got to the point now. Well, I've always been to that point. We should have a laugh. Really, what goes on goes on. What can you do? It's just. Saturday afternoon, we're getting no better. Just have a laugh. And is it is he a good player to watch back then? Yeah, nice. Yeah, he's good. Elegant, Gowrest. It is. It is. Left hand has always looked good, like everyone said. And would you say the standards are not as good as they used to oh, be? Or? I think bowling definitely. I think if I had again blowing my own trumpet, but anybody who was props a batsman and the dads, the likes of Dave Reedy, people like that, with Tupperie, uh, Chris Armishaw, it was really quick. Uh, you know, you're talking 85 mile an hour job here. You know, there's none of that. You know, I mean, I, I mean, the Premier, obviously, it's hard to say, you know, what's in there. But, you know, where we are now, we're in three south. I'd say the league of the teams in three south, the standing isn't as good as what it was in far south a few years ago when we were battling against Hawks and Twos, Elveston Twos then. We had a great team, uh, well, good side, a great good side. Burton with a couple of pros, etc. And we had other players in our side, uh, like the Chris Collies and Anthony Adams and Dave Taylor's of the world and going back. You know, we, we couldn't get out of far south, could we? No. Not for years. So, Nigel, thanks very much for coming in. Oh, it's been a pleasure. And it's uh, been nice to see you. Been nice to see you see too. See you soon. And yeah, take care. Fantastic, Nigel. Thanks for that. Right, going straight in with our end of year special then, with our first and second team opening bowler, Dunk Wright. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. If Winsor had a Mount Mushmore, there's a good chance Dunk would be carved into it with all it does for the club. Uh, before we go to his review of the season, let's look at his numbers up to now. He is one of the elite few to crack the 500 wickets on play cricket, with a best of 8 for 46 versus a Watson-less Barton, else it might have been 9. This season, took 29 wickets with a best of 4 for 36 versus Ashbourne. Batting-wise, he's got more wickets than runs, but with a top score 27 versus Walton, 
this year his top score is 8 but amazingly averaging 36 fielding wise he's got a decent pair of hands 71 catches overall but only one this year welcome to the pod been with us before but welcome again Duncan Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. And um, before we go any further, can I can congratulate you all on your anniversary? So, yeah, yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, yeah. it's good that a year in, with uh, fifteen podcasts in, we're obviously doing something right. Oh, it's been great <laughs> listening. A real, real great addition to to the club and club cricket in general. So, That's well done, gents. Very good of you to say. So, yeah, thank you. So, opening bowler for Winsel, both first and second team, incorporated into into one if we can. How yeah. do you think, as as Winsel as a whole, how's the season gone? It's just sort of as as a club, both first and second team. How do you think they've performed? I think if we were given the finishing positions at the start of the season, I think both teams would be very, very happy. You're probably putting your hand off to, to achieve that. The way we got there, I can see the first team being possibly disappointed with, with uh, the way things ended. But to be in contention in Div 3 is absolutely an incredible achievement and they should be rightly proud of of their efforts. And um, I'm trying not to think too badly about them getting up there the season I stopped playing for them. (laughs) (laughs) You've you've sort of played your part in the first as well. You've played how many games have you played in the first Uh, It was just the one this year. I think the seconds have had a, a, a good year. The first half of the year we were in contention in most matches and we snatching defeat from the jaws of victory might be stretching things but we lost important moments uh, a, a drop or a few bad overs or something but we were in contention in every game and we and we let it slip so we're always going to be safe we were too good a side but I think if, if we had a full strength squad week in week out playing to our abilities we, sh- we should be right yeah. up right up there so happy with the way we finished um and being very comfortably safe and say highest ever league position for the two so we've got to be happy with that yeah but um, yeah, we we lost some matches that we should have should have done better in. Okay, so you don't feel sort of like you're out of place, obviously being promoted. Absolutely not. You feel you're comfortable in six. Do you yeah, think, do you, think the, you could push for sort of five. I think I think I so, think so with uh, a few key players uh, available. More obviously, Pritch wasn't around uh, much this year, and you miss him as a uh, in all three uh, facets of the game. Um, we were shy of bowling. I think again, picking from a full strength squad with a full availability, um, a bowling attack of myself, uh, Bill, Pritch, Shaq, and throw in. Rash, Yowie, and such forth. There's not many attacks around as as good as that, I would say, at Div 6. So I think we did all right. Um, we acquitted ourselves fine. We, we weren't uh, punching above our weight at all. I think we, I think we were quite comfortable in there. Um, so you throw in the batting of uh, Gunts and and, uh, and Angelo, among, amongst others, um, we're yeah we're I think we're, we're we're a decent team in there in in at yeah. six we we should we should be able to hold our own in six and actually addition of a few more players there's no reason why we can't push for five. I think it's been a bit of a recurring theme really. We've well, done the interviews lack of, not the lack of players the regular players. Yeah, both teams might have been there or thereabouts. I think. Yeah. Just a few key players, your Bretts, your Chilmans. They played every week. You, you won't been far off. Yeah, absolutely. I know. Certainly, early in the season, um, there were a few bowlers took uh, holidays in the in the first team or weren't available for whatever reason. Of course, that has a bit of an effect on the twos as as guys pull up. And we've we played against some sides where we've gone in with sort of two front line bowlers and you you bowl a tight opening spell and then and you you're asking part-time bowlers uh, or net bowlers for want of a bear word to uh, yeah. pitch up and do a job against some some good sides well i'd say about six you're, you're in that sort of that sort of league where you've got more experienced guys who have 
done it at a much higher level, dropping yeah. down. And you've also got some very, very good youngsters trying to make their mark and, and gaining experience. And um, so there's some there's some good sides out there. There's no mugs. Um, do, do, do you think sort of in, in with the with the twos for now? Do you think in six team wise, do you think there's been anybody that's really stood out for for as a team or the two best teams went up in San Diego and Netball. I th- I thought they were head and shoulders the best sides we played against, and they had uh, complete sides. I think we had chances to beat them both, but they were two two very consistent teams and uh, gun players in there as well. Yeah. How do you feel then, as, as from on a personal level, from your point of view? You know, how do you feel you've got on yourself? Are you been happy with the performance this this season? Uh, I've had an all right season. Um, do you feel you've been a sort of unlucky? Or- uh, yes. I think yeah, been, there's been a few. You've, you've, I think you've, you've, there's been moments where you could have took more wickets. You've, you've, I, th- I think from from me watching, I think you've you've seemed a bit unlucky this year. I think I, I don't want to go blaming. Look, I, yeah, I, in, in many ways I, I agree with that. Blame I, him, don't blame yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, if the guys could catch and, and the batsmen aren't good enough to nick it, yeah, yeah. But I, I've been quite happy where I've been putting the ball. There's been some matches I've felt re- really in good rhythm and walked away with one, maybe two wickets, um, as opposed to three or four, that, maybe even five that the, that spell could have deserved. Um, so I've been happy with the way I, uh, where I've been putting the ball um, and I felt good throughout the year. It was a rusty start because I didn't net too much I was too much time coaching the juniors as opposed to as opposed to netting myself uh, so I might have to be a bit more selfish yeah. over the winter because uh, yeah it, it took a few games to get into the swing of things I must say bowling with a leather t- tennis ball on some dry tracks this year it's not it's not been uh, it's not been good for seam swing bowlers well, I've enjoyed it <laughs> oh no yeah <laughs> spinner's paradise but uh, yeah I haven't got any pace to scare anyone I'm, I'm, I'm reliant on some sort of lateral movement yeah. and there hasn't been that much uh, that much around so you've been just trying to bowl dry and hit the stumps and uh, and and see see what happens. Um, I would say I expected more wickets. We've like I say we've came came up against some really good bats, some good individual bats and some good batting units. I expected more than twenty nine wickets, and in that way, I'm disappointed that I you can't when you're dropping down from the first, you want to you 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 kind of feel some pressure to be yeah. uh, to put in those match winning performances or, or to take a game and by the scruff of its neck. And I I've, I felt I've not been able to. To do that, you can say there's luck in there or, or whatever, but in the end, of the, the stats don't really lie. So I'm, I'm gunning for it next year. Yeah. But I've really enjoyed it. I must say, I've really, really enjoyed playing. Well, it, it sounds like you've enjoyed doing a bit of batting this year as, as well. <laughs> yeah, I was only out once, uh, so uh, yeah, was it lies, damn lies, and statistics. <laughs> yeah, so I got uh, the email from the ECB or play cricket last week saying uh, congratulations on your season. Here's your, here's your stats. Da, da, da. It was like, oh, can you remember all of those eight? Runs you scored against Draycott and Hambury, which I think was my top score. It's like, yeah, I probably can. There was a nick through slips and probably a Chinese cup, but yeah, uh, yeah, uh, an average of, of, of 36 is, uh, yes, a complete quirk, but uh, I'll, I'll take that home with me yeah, quite happily. We were talking to Eddie and regarding yourself and Eddie putting on a what was it, 96 partnership, and, and you yeah. scored nil, pois. nil, but you, you stayed with him and. Yeah. Do you sort of remember that in instant every, every moment of it? <laughs> very much so. I remember the, uh, the the single he turned down to keep me on the dock. I know that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a magical innings, really, and just it it, it was it was quite funny. To, yeah, it was a case of well, okay, well I'll stick with Ed. I'll just block out as much as I can, give it, and just let him 
hit yeah. from the other end and and we'll see how far see how far we get if we can if we can just give ourselves something to bowl at gives us a chance of a few points and then just went from there and i think swarkston probably got a bit giddy or they crowded me they weren't yeah. bowling at the stumps i mean I'm, I'm usually quite susceptible to a fast straight one or anything at me but I'll, yeah, it was just a case of blocking it out and then they spread the field for eddie uh but he is just such a magician at finding the gaps and running hard and he was he was he was going along at six eight and over quite happily and then i'd block out a maiden the other end and a lot of times i could just leave a maiden and it just went on and on and on Stumps, umps, and bumps. hello son how did the game go it was okay but i broke my back can i get a new one you've done what broke your bat oh that's just great how am I going to afford to get a new one now? I just haven't got that kind of money. Why don't you try Village Cricket? Village Village who? Village Cricket. They have a range of bats and they are a fraction of the price of other brands. Very good bats as well. Some from our club have got their bats. Very good quality and very good prices. And they don't just do bats. They do all the equipment you need, all for the same great price. Oh, that sounds great. I'll have to have a look. Sounds just what I need. Thanks. The Village Cricket Company stock a wide range of cricket equipment for every age group, all without the usual high price tag. Visit them now on www.villagecricket.co and on checkout use promotion Stumps10 for a further 10% discount. The 10% discount only applies to the product purchase and not the shipping charge, which is a standard £5 per order. Villagecricket.co aim to dispatch all orders within 24 hours, so you should receive your order within 2-3 to three working days. For more information, visit www.villagecricket.co. This promotion expires 30th of September 2023. Visit villagecricket.co for all your cricketing needs. Villagecricket.co Stumps, umps and beer bumps I've been involved in a few last wicket partnerships and when you get that sense of the uh, atmosphere changing on the field, they're, yeah. they're, they're cock-a-hoopers. The number 11, you're going, Neil, you probably know this, mm. you're going in, into bat. They're, the opposition are all over you. They're expecting it to be... Yeah, two or three balls and you're done. Yeah, yeah, and you're getting a bit of a lip out there sort of thing and then, oh, you're blocking a few. You just grind them down a little bit and you just feel the momentum changing. They get a bit quieter and, and then they say, Eddie was just glorious yeah. that day. So from from a number eleven point of view, when you're going in at eleven and you've seen that you've you've a whole team's crashed sort of, and you're the last man in. He's mm. talking to you, Dad. Don't I'm a ten. I'm eleven actually. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I used to get a nosebleed at ten. <laughs> do, do, do you feel more pressure going in? I mean, Neil as well. Do you feel more pressure going in when the whole team's collapsed, or do you just think, well, you know, if I fail, it don't matter because everyone else has. Um, there is a, there is a, there's, there's certainly pressure. I think there's pressure every time you go out to bat, and if and you, you're still trying to do your best for the team, and if you can hang around and eke out a partnership of ten, twenty, that that can still be enough. And again, you, you're talking about changing momentum in 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 a game. If you put on a few last uh, some runs either through uh, some lusty blows uh, or such forth, then Nick or or my favourite Nick through slip. Um, it can it can change things. Neither of us are in the side for our batting. No, no. I think most bowlers are frustrated batsmen. That's yeah. that's the problem. We should yeah. do better. Now, yeah. I'm more I'm more disappointed in my batting than my bowling off most weeks. Yeah. Don't know why. Yeah, I was good. Uh, like I said, I was bowled out. Uh, I was dismissed once this year. And I remember it was just it was just just a straight ball. I was really annoyed to to miss that. And I always go off apologising to the captain. It's like, oh. <laughs> 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 
Well, so, yeah. so going back to that, that particular innings, it's when you're obviously out there, what do you feel you did differently that the other nine players didn't do? Or was it a case of they, they just didn't bowl at the stumps to you enough? Or? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously by the time I, I came in, I was probably I was facing the change bowlers and the ball will have got a bit a bit softer by uh, by then. Again, a lot of it is not giving your wicket away, not yeah. trying to go too early. If, if there's been a collapse, you lose one or two wickets, somebody has to say, right, I don't care if I, if I face five maidens here. Whatever, I'm just going to I'm going back with that. You just rotate the strike a little bit. Whatever, mm. suck up that pressure. And I think we've been guilty in the past of losing one of one or two wickets and then collapsing. And myself and Neil have, and and Jonesy in the past, we've we've walked many many laps where we started <laughs> started one lap in a comfortable position, and by the time we get halfway round the ground, we're actually getting a bit having to have a a nervous trot back to the. <laughs> yeah. And then a full-on sprint back to the pavilion. To the point where whoever's changed first goes in next, yeah. because it's just chaos. Yeah. This season, obviously a season review, have you got a particular game in this season that's, that stands out for you for any reason, for your own performance, or for a, you know just somebody that's just a game that you've just thought, that was a, that was a good game? That yeah, there, there, there's been a few. I think uh, in terms of personal performance, I was really happy with the way I bowled at Muggington, sending my first spell. Only picked up a couple of wickets, but that was one of those spells that could have been something. Same at, uh, away at Clifton. That was um, that was three wickets, but I felt really in the game. And I think my, my best spell, figures-wise, I didn't think against Ashbourne last game I played, but I bowled a couple of kids and a uh, couple of tail-enders, really. It was, I think the game that sticks in my mind is Mickleover at home, in that we had lost a number of games on, on the bounce. Again, Close games, yeah. could could have gone either way, but we were like we were right in the relegation mix at that point because we just weren't picking up the points, we weren't getting over the line, and we were just throwing throwing matches away. But that day we all came together, we bowled pretty well, and Angelo scored some uh, some runs, and I hate to mention it, but Chambers scored some runs, and he he bowled very well as well, and guys over the line, and it was just such a fantastic relief from the yeah. from the team, and actually seeing Wince, Mister Big Burley, a hard man, actually smiling to the point of elation and emotion you could just tell the pressure he was feeling yeah. uh, and the passion he held for the team and it was just us turning turning our performances around or, or or getting the results that our performances kind of deserved and then we went on a bit of a run okay we still lost some matches but we went from it was the sort of turning point that was the turning point yeah. in the season and so that that sticks that sticks in in the mind as a major point for us. Have you got a performance from a, from an individual player that's impressed you? Really stood out for you, either batting or bowling yeah. performance. Um, Angelo at the start of the season was immense. He was absolutely immense. He was, every time he got out was a surprise. And he, it was usually because he ran himself out or or got got run out. If he could learn to run this over the winter, that would be be great. But Angelo's batting was a different gravy. Um, he soaked up pressure. He made it look so easy. He as did well this year. Yeah, and then he and some of the shots he played when he got his drive going, he was quite happy not scoring runs at the start of an innings, and just letting his uh, his partners pick up the runs because because yeah. when he decided to go or got his feet and his timing, oh, some of those drives were just gorgeous. He deserved to get to get his place in the firsts. I think you noticed the difference massively when he did yeah. go. It was uh, yeah that, that that sort of opening stand then almost was non-existent once, yeah. once he'd gone. Yeah, especially as um, we've got. A, at the time, you'd probably say and you've got Angelo and, and Gunter are our two sort of key bats, and and they seem to dovetail themselves quite nicely. That when Angelo maybe stopped either through playing for the first team or not being available, sort of thing, he's he's, he's 
Guns didn't necessarily dry up, but there weren't necessarily rooms for the second team and such, whereas Guns then kicked on in the second half of the of, of the season. So we always seemed to have a, a gun batsman going, yeah. which made a made a big difference. From a league point of view, again, batsman, bowling, or, mm. or one of each, anyone that's from another side, I know you said uh, San Diego as a collective were very good. Yeah, I'd, I'd say, um, yeah, there's been a few bats who, who impressed me. There was San Diego at home. They had a young lad, Drew Ottowell, who, uh, sorry, San Diego away, who scored big runs. Uh, he, he looked superb. But there, I think he finished top of the league scoring for uh, for Div 6, Richie Burns at, at San Diego. He, we got him cheap at their place, but against us at home, they came with a very young side, a scratch team, basically, of a load of juniors, Richie and, and and a couple of others and yeah, they're kind of looking at the side thing okay well they're San Diego they're going to be good coach kids but they're, they're kids we've got a chance here we didn't score enough runs against us they bowled, they bowled well but Rich's innings um, I, I think he scored 80 off, off 81 balls or something like that he was very very good that, that day is there anybody you've really dreaded going up against? Well, I remember for this year we played uh, uh, Kirk Langley um, at home, first game of, of the away. First ball of the match, he puts me over long gone. I thought, all oh, right, OK, here, here we go. I've never liked bowling against sloggers who think they're opening bats. Aggressive batting's fine, but when, when you're being hoiked off a, off a length over cow coil, you think, oh, come on, sort of thing. Because, OK, I don't have the pace to, to put anyone on, on, on the back foot as such, so I'm, I've just got to be nibbling around on a off stump and 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 hoping hoping for something. So, yeah, guys taking two or three steps down and having them big mo at me. It's like oh, here we go again. You're renowned for being very consistent. Mm. What sort of makes you that consistent and and like we say bowling on a sixpence? Uh, Is it just a case of you know you've done it for so long, muscle memory and all that? That's... I think there's a lot there's a lot about that. I, I was uh, when I was younger, I was probably. Quicker, fitter, sexier. You're wanting to be the, the the big man charging in from the side screen yeah. and whatnot. I think just over time you just realise, well, I haven't got that. Uh, okay, let's kind of go back to basics, and you just slowly just develop. Where where am I successful? It's hit that length, get that movement, just a little bit of nibble around, utilise that that uh, that ball. Every, yeah. every ball, the stumps are in the same place; they don't move. So yeah, it's just kind of to, trying to groove that. The weird thing is, I did my uh, core coaching. Uh, uh, badge this this year so uh, with Staffordshire cricket and as part of that um, you're kind of analyzing actions and my action got ripped apart by by these very experienced coaches and it's like I can't change it now <laughs> that sounds like a new trick and I'm it a very works for you yeah it? so you, you said at the beginning obviously you, you didn't train because you, you you've, you've had a lot to do with the juniors does coaching the juniors help you as for when you go them back because you've sort of you're coaching them you know line and length and all that, does it does it improve your game as well do you think, I, I think yeah there's there's a bit to be said about that it was like uh, going on this course i learned a lot about uh, my game or or sort of i'm sure neil was probably the same we've never really been coached this it's just here's a ball go bowl or or, or whatever you're kind of picking up tips and tricks uh, as as you go along through experience and chatting with others so all of a sudden Actually, having a coach saying, "Okay, this is how you hold your bat. This is how, what your stance could or should be. Just make sure you're comfortable." And it's like, oh, "Right, okay, okay. This is how you hold a ball to do this and that." And to, so that was really informative. Um, but yeah, work, working with the kids. To, I mean, to be honest, I've been spending a lot of time with the All Stars and the Dynamos in in recent years. And and to be honest, that's that's more a case of uh, just trying to control the chaos um, yeah. and try and get a few basics over to them and uh, whereas my um, daughter has just started playing hardball 
so I was assisting Angelo uh, with them, and that's when you start to get people who are really keen and cricket yeah. or wanting to take it further. So you can you can impart some knowledge or advice, and it, yeah, I mean you, you you're trying to impart the basics on on them. So therefore, you you're trying to work out the basics or go through the mechanics of a bowling action and also yeah this is okay oh yeah this is why that <laughs> happens yeah. Yeah. sort of makes you review yourself yeah. if, if things start going wrong you think well hang on what have I been teaching them for the past yeah week or so and how do you feel the juniors have gone this year they've enjoyed it uh triumphant success in terms of participation and enjoyment i think that can be quite easily attributed to the all-stars program and, and the dynamos program that ecb put together um ecb get a lot of stick but um those two programs and certainly all-stars has been fantastic and we've now got players in our under 13s who were our original all-stars yeah. and i think we've got at least 30 hardballers who have indicated that they'll be coming back next year for under 11s Absolutely. and under 13s and then and then we know there will be some some of the older dynamos will be moving up to hardball so particip- the numbers are fantastic so we could do with some <laughs> and honestly, we need more coaches we need more support for, yeah, from volunteers, more, more volunteers from any players parents whatever we could Winsor will quite happily pay for you to go on a course or support you in any way but we just need some help yeah. certainly if we're going to Keep expanding as as we are, but all being well, um, breaking news: Winslow CC will be running a third team next year in Division Ten. Hopefully, that will be a pathway for the younger lads to be playing um, along with some more senior players. We've yeah. gone, the two the, with the twos doing so well, they've kind of become a um, you can't really call them a development side. If we're pushing for five and the, and, and, and such forth, a young lad coming into that standard of cricket, it, it's going to be tough for them to learn. Whereas if you have a a third team providing that sort of introduction to senior cricket and then stepping up to the twos to the ones that would that would probably help do you think we're ready as a club to have a third we're on that tipping point so i think we've got something like two and a half sides at the moment but we've got a few juniors coming through and there is as ever this time of year there's rumors of, of players joining sort of thing so do we do it now and maybe risk struggling some weeks or if we don't do it now, do we find ourselves with a number of disgruntled players who leave next year and we're we're back to sort of yeah. one and a half sides? Yeah. Uh, it's it that has that has been the quandary. It 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 is a gamble, um, but um, we're I think we're quite happy generally to take a risk. Sort of final question: Have you got a moment this season that's either made you laugh or has made you stand back and you know in shock, or a moment that's, that stood out for you for, for any for whatever reason that sort of got you this this season? This is a really tough one to to answer. I've been think racking my brain. I couldn't really identify uh, a moment as such. I think it's just been satisfaction or happiness with yeah. with the way the season's gone. With there's been some funny moments. Uh, there's ban- banter on the field and whatnot. Um, there's been some very good cricket played. Um, possibly um, when we went away to Ashbourne, it was oh, it wasn't Jubilee weekend, but it was around that sort of time, and um, it was the forecast was biblical rain for the Saturday. Absolutely no chance of playing. Why, why the match was still going ahead? They should have called it off on Wednesday. But I decided to have a. Well, it was a street party. It been a, was meant to be on Saturday night. With the forecast, it was re- rearranged to the to the Friday. Right. Oh, I got so drunk, so so <laughs> drunk. Woke up, woke up in the morning. It's like, it's okay. There's no chance of cricket. Woke up in the morning. Forecast has completely changed. Sun's beaming out. It's like, oh no, okay. 
make my way over to, to Ashbourne, see your Bill looking like a <laughs> deathly white as well, and he, I think he'd made the same mistake. <laughs> he seems to make the same mistake every time. Yeah, uh, wins, uh, wins the toss, decides to decides to field on a on an absolute road of a track against guys who just want to smash his f- to all <laughs> to all parts from ball one. And me and Bill are still trying to trying to keep our breakfast down. Uh, just because obviously the, you know the season's come to an end, your winter nets. Yeah. Again, you touched earlier. You you want to try and do a bit more this mm. this year on winter nets. Have you got any thoughts on what you're going to do? What you're going to work on specifically? Or well, for me, nets as a as a bowler, I need to take a lesson for all bowlers. I think is to take the batsman out of the equation. Um, unless you're having a proper structured net where you are okay. This is trying to create a scenario as such. Um, okay, this is the match situation. This is all. What are you wanting to bowl, work on as a bowler? What are you wanting to work out on? You're basically, you're basically rocking up, and there's a few of you uh, trying to wang the ball down, and the batsman's trying to smash into the middle of the next week, even though probably every shot he's played, he's, he's been caught in covers or, or deep square leg. You're playing with a dog ball on on, a, on track. You, for me, it's more a case of, okay, how do I feel? Is that ball going where I want it to go? Am I, is that ball bouncing where I want it to bounce? I don't care what the batsman does. He can smash it. He can leave it. He can nick it. I don't. I don't care as long as he's not hitting it hard back at me. <laughs> I, I really don't care. It's all about where do I feel that ball is going where I want it to. Do I feel comfortable in my in my action? And it always takes me a, a, a few weeks. The first week, I'm just coming off a couple of paces, just turning the arm over, just get <laughs> get the ball up there somehow. Um, so, yeah, get a few overs in, uh, trying to lose a bit of the uh, Christmas in, indulgence. Um, it can be dispiriting for a young bowler in in a in a winter net, come charging in and trying to bowl as fast as they can, and you've got some batsmen just smashing it here, there, and everywhere, and. Oh, I don't want to bowl to him, or, or he's, mm. he's, I'm, I'm bowling crap. This guy isn't going to play those shots in April. Yeah. Um, it, it's, do you enjoy winter? Do you enjoy netting, or is it just a need, you know needs must sort of it, thing? It's very much uh, for me. It's more of a needs must. So I, I enjoy meeting up with the, the lads again because you have not you've not seen them for a few months, and sometimes it could be any real chance out out the house or to do do some something uh, mm. in the depths of January, February. So I, I do enjoy it. Sometimes you're itching for the season to get started. It doesn't matter how much you net and you mark your run out for the first time in April, you look around and think, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> so, so obviously moving into uh, next year then, where do you see Winsor going next year? We should be one of the strongest sides in that league. And certainly if some of the rumours come through and we're able to put, in, in terms of uh, players potentially coming into the club, yeah. which may either strengthen the twos or strengthen the ones, which will then in turn strengthen the twos. If if some of those things do pan out as we think they will do, uh, the twos will be in a pretty uh, strong position. Having Daz Yeomans coming to the club, very, very useful addition. If he can come true on his bet from last, last weekend's stag do that he will lose at least two stone um, by the start of the season, he will become a, a, a force to, to reckon with and will be a, a major addition to us. Junior-wise, I know obviously you're running the mm. juniors, where, where do you see the juniors next year? What's the, Any different plans for them? Or? Um, uh, the the plan is, I think I'm going to be running the under-11s okay. uh, next year. I'll be the side my daughter plays in, which will be a shame for her. 
but I think Angelo is wanting to spend more time with his with the under 13s as that's where where Reef yeah. is with. So, but between all the coaches, we'll we'll work it out. I think uh, it'll be nice to win a few more matches next year. I think we've got the we've got the players who can do it. I don't. I must say I don't know too much about the 13s, but yeah. what what I have seen, I think there's some there's some talent there. The 11s, there's some good players there, but they're just learning the game. They're just learning the game, and uh, I think we're at that age. It's it's just about it's it's enjoying, enjoying it. It's having, enjoying having, it. Having I mean, one one of the issues with having quite a large a large group is we're constantly rotating the players. So someone might only play uh, once every couple of weeks, maybe even once every three weeks or such. Um, we we try to make sure every, everyone's equal, but then then you will play against some sides where it's the same, pretty much the same side week in week out week. So that. They're getting much more match practice than we can provide at the moment. Yeah. Um, just to have a junior section, a thriving one at the moment, um, if you look back seven, eight, ten years ago, we were thinking, oh, God, we're the last generation. Um, well, um, But yeah. all of a sudden it's really invigorated the, uh, the club and it's just brilliant, brilliant to see. There's been some additions this year, i.e. we've had a camera fitted. Uh, yeah. How do, you, how, do you, how do you enjoy the camera? I do. We've not probably not put it up as many times for the for the twos as, as we could have, should have done. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's a bit tricky. We don't, we don't always have a, a scorer sort of thing, but I think we could, probably could have had it put on a few times. It, it's been great. It's been a really good uh, addition to the, to the club. Good to sit and watch it back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so some of the moments that you, you've captured that you, you'd only talk about, you can actually see. I mean, the, the prime example was the uh, crash between mm. Brett, oh, Brett and Clark, who sticks to mind. I mean, right, yeah. Clark, he was just absolutely annihilated. Really? <laughs> He's a big fella. Yeah, you expect, you expect to see stars appearing. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's a good. Did you like? Did you, would you watch yourself back? And, and not, not so much. I'll tell a lie. I did had the um, after because Clifton, um, when they played us earlier in, in the season, and it was the camera. They were really interested, and they're asking a lot of questions. So when we went to their place, we'd inspired them, and oh. uh, they'd purchased a, a camera system, and I was watching, and I bowled well that day, and make no bones, I watched it back and. Kept nudging, nudging while I was trying to sleep. Yeah, watch it, watch it. I'm about to beat the batter. <laughs> do you do you watch it and, and say, oh, that's that's where I possibly could have went wrong, or that's where I went right, or I can emulate that, I can do that again, or? Sometimes it depends on the spell. Sometimes you you you're just not happy with it and you just want to forget about it. Uh, like Billy every week. How'd you bowl, Billy? Rubbish. He, I'll tell you something. There was a couple of times he bowled really well this this year, and also it's like. Oh, He's back. He's back. He's he's learning. He, I think I think we're all guilty of forgetting how young Billy actually is. And I think sometimes it can take a few years to. You've got all the attributes to be a bowler. Um, it's the it's the top two percent that that yeah. that takes some time, and that, that just comes with experience. And he'll get there because, well, I will say Bill's uh, batting. He's played some really important innings this year. Match, not match winning, but match point winning innings, and his fielding is well. It's not hard to stand out as a good fielder in the twos, but <laughs> he his fielding has been immense this year. So, yeah, he's he's probably he'll probably be disappointed with his bowling, but I've got no doubt there's a very very good bowler in in there. But he's a damn good cricketer. It's always good to have in the, in the side, and I'm not just buttering you up, mate. What's it like playing under Paul? He doesn't let a lot go. No emotionally, but no, he he does well. Paul is a man of extremes. Um, everything's either glorious or, or the worst thing worst thing in the world. So you just need to kind of mellow, mellow with him. I think he's he's improved tactically over the years. He really has. He tries things. He's not afraid to experiment, and he'll sit and but he'll also take advice on. So 
I mean, there's a lot of experienced players in that too, and there's a lot of former yeah. first-team captains as well. He's not short of advice should he want it, but he's he, he's still his, his, his own man. But what he does have is, and which came came through with the Micklover game, is the deep-rooted passion he has for the club and that side and and the success he wants. Whether he is too passionate at times, maybe too intense, possibly. But Bayek, he's he's backing you, and he he just he wants the best for the club on the side, and that's just bowls too much of my life. He does bowl far too much, but <laughs> well, some, sometimes some, there you some, go, Paul. Some, I've told you that. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes we've not had much choice. Put that on your pipe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Superb. It's been absolutely fantastic having you in Dunk. Oh, it's been a, it's been glorious. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, all the best with yourself for the coming season. Th- thanks for coming in. Ah, oh, thanks, bro. Ciao, brother. Cheers, Dunk. Yeah, great to hear from Dunk there. Thanks very much, Dunk. Right there, folks, the moment you've all been waiting for, let's bring him on, our uh, club captain and first team captain. Let's hear from Matty Clark. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Clark has worked his way through the youth system and now the club captain. With nearly 4,500 play cricket runs, with 1850s, we're not quite the stamina to get over the line for a ton just yet. Bowls a bit of swing, 191 play cricket wickets. Sometimes doesn't bowl enough, other times bowls one over too many. Decent in the field, some brave opposition have asked him if he's just a specialist fielder. Skip of the team to its highest ever league position, ending up third in three south. Fantastic. Stats speak for the south. Welcome for the third time, I can tell. Third time, correct. Third time, welcome back. Thank you. So we've got the we're gonna have a season obviously the season's finished now, a season review. From a captain point of view, how do you feel the season's gone for the team? Brilliant this year. Everyone's put a good shift in this year. We've had some difficulties with availability, but majority been available we've we've done really well this year in the league so you've done well as a team as a, as a whole a good team performance good team performance yeah from yourself then how do you feel you've got on are you, are you happy with yourself this year my batting performance has not been good enough this year but I put it down to thinking about the team I've lost my way and I've not given myself a number this year I don't tend to have a number when I bat anyway but I've not had any number, you know, I've just been going in randomly. Um, so I've struggled and I wasn't, I'm, I'm not pleased with it. Why have you done that then? Is, is, that, is it a conscious thing that you've done, whether you've not gave yourself a number? Is it just something pressure? Or, well, why have you done it that way this year? Not getting enough runs early on and then you start to put yourself a little bit lower in the order. Um, with the batsmen that we've got anyway, it does put me down in the order. And things have just happened from there, really. Well, to be fair, cause we've had, a, we've had a, a strong opening partnerships. It's hard for Matt to get in. Some weeks, so you like he's not batting for two weeks, and then you want to score a quick thirty. He's not old to bat for three weeks. You know what I mean? I think it's been hard. Do you not think though that you should have more regularity in the order? Yeah, definite. Where do you feel you should come? I think six is a, it would be an ideal number for me. Although maybe higher up if the right bowler's on. You know, if I'm facing spin or a spin a, a spinner is on, that may be my my opportunity to get in there. Do you not think it'd work? If you just stayed at a number, regardless, why do you feel you sort of want to move up and down? I just want to put myself in at the best time to score runs and be effective for the team. Uh, and this year, I've not got it quite right. Do you think it's a pressure thing then? Do you think you, do you doubt your own ability sometimes, or do you, or is it not about that? I don't doubt my ability. No, um, 
just not got it right this year, and I don't know why. I, I got a, I didn't get many runs early on. Put myself down the order a little bit because we, you know, we've got a good strong top five. And you're thinking to yourself, okay, then Matt, where do you put yourself now? So, I, but I, this year I've thought about the team all the time. How we can win? How we can win? Win at all costs. Win at all costs. Win at all costs. And that's probably affected my own game personally. Why? Why have I put myself in that position? I don't know. So, do you, th- do you think moving forward into next season, are we are we going to see you coming in at a more regular number? That is my plan. Well, let's go to your bowling. When do you bring yourself on? Have you got a again? Is that something that you, you bring yourself on? I would never bring myself on ever. So when do you? Who tells you to come on then as a bowler? Come on. Just says time for you. Kamal says, "Clock, you've got to bowl. Just one, two overs. Just bowl. You might get a chance, and you might get a wicket. You know. And it's the same with Nige. Nige should probably bowl more often. But with the with the lineup with the, with the bowling lineup we've got, that's not always an option. But there's myself and him probably who should bowl a little bit more and give ourselves a go, and may take some vital wickets. Um, but it doesn't always go to plan. Do you, do you ever, when you when you batting or bowling, I suppose, as a, as a captain, do you do you feel pressure? As a, as a player, no, I don't feel any pressure. I, I, for the, actually, no, we'll go back. Um, there is a game, first time I've ever felt some pressure, and that was Trent side away because it was a game that we needed to win. We absolutely needed to win it. I, I can't remember the other games you may remember, Neil. I don't know, but there were some games around us that w- w- would really, if the, if the results went the right way, it would really push us up there. You know, really fighting for that for that number one spot. And I felt that game and it didn't go to plan. If I remember rightly, we batted first and we lost some quick wickets. Um, and I was batting. I batted all right for a little bit and then uh, I gave it away. I gave it away. I can't remember how I got out now. I was bold, wasn't I? Oh, I do remember. I was given... LB. LB. Um, and I showed the umpire my bat. Tie up from Trent's side behind the, the wicketkeeper. He said, no, 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 he's hit it. The umpire... Gave me not out, changed his decision, gave me not out. The very next ball, bold, and that was really that was. I was so disappointed that day with that. When you've got a game coming up, do you study form or anything as a as a skipper? Do you, do you or do you just know what players to look out for through the season? Do you, do you study other teams' performances. I think being playing it against these teams for for a few years, not when I was skipper. I think you start to you know who to watch, who's going to be dangerous in that team. You know. I know who's going to bowl, who's going to bat, roughly where. You know, I could go to Micklover and I could say, oh, I roughly know who's going to bat where, who's going to be definitely their four bowlers. And then they're going to have the fifth. I don't know who that might be, but you generally know. I do sometimes look, yeah, but I've, I've also looked at our team quite a lot. And I try and get the best, the best order I can, certainly when we're batting and bowling. For me, it's just on a, on a hunch. You finished third this year as, as a team. Do you feel... That you could have gone a bit further. Do you feel there was any? I think some people have talked about they felt some of the games where they probably should have won when they didn't. Do you feel that you could have possibly pushed for top, or do you think you're happy with third and have another season in in Div Three and then sort of push again? Or are you, are you disappointed where you came? No, definitely not disappointed. Definitely not disappointed. Some of the results early on in the season didn't go our way, and they would have been key to us getting up, getting right up there. We had a space of maybe 10 games, I think, unbeaten. Um, yeah, 10 games unbeaten. Uh, no, other than that. Do you think you'd, you're ready for Div 2 if you were to go up? Do you think you'd hold your own up there? Or do you think you'd, you'd, would you struggle, do you think? I don't think we'd struggle, but I, I also don't think we're ready. I think we're missing a couple of players to make us absolutely good enough to go into two. Yeah. I think we're missing two players, if that, if I'm brut- brutally honest. Talking to Gunton, mm. and obviously the second team lost 
Brett this year. How big a difference has Brett made to the firsts this year for you? Massive, you know, coming in at 4-5, fantastic with the bat. With his bowling, don't think he's got quite found it. He's, he's slightly back of a length for, for our for our division. And the, these lads just rock back and they, they tend to put him away. But he'll get there, he will get there. Um, but batting, can't fault him. From Winsel, is there a standout performance, either with the batter or the ball? Anyone that's really stood out for you? The batsman for me this year has been Watto. He's batted fantastically. And we've needed that in the club for many years. Somebody who's happy to hang around, um, see these bowlers off and the other play, player playing from the other end. Um, he does take a lot of banter, Watto, because he's quite slow. Um, but You need that though sometimes. You, do need, you that. do need that. Yeah, yeah. And I always say, I always message him and I say, look, I'm only having a laugh and a joke, mate, you know. Mentally slow. <laughs> <laughs> I forget you can just say it like he's just <laughs> mentally slow. <laughs> I think he is mentally slow. As well, it's the best bit. So is Watto your as a captain? Then Watto your standout performer of the season? Or? No, we've all performed well to get us up in there because we can't just have one man. Um, everybody's chipped in one week or another to get us into that position because not everybody does it every week, um, but somebody is chipped in whether that just be a, a quick fire 30, a few wickets early. Are there any players from other clubs that, that stand out, that have stand, stood out for you this year? Not individual players, no. Teams, I think. I was always, when we were going to Mickleover, I was worried about going to play them. Oruus, I was worried about going to play them. Sides that I thought, you know, we could get we, we could get rolled over here. But actually, we stood our ground. And I come back to it again, where we all chipped in, Mickleover away. I think we rolled them out quite cheaply for 100 and knocked them off. Great game. Same with um, Oruwis. Beat them at home. Standout performances, no. When we were on a roll, nobody. I thought we could, I thought we could if we get it right in sections of the game, we will win that game. In your opinion then, as, as a skipper looking at other teams, are there any players from other sides that you look at and think, these are good, you know, these, these could worry me, these could make a mess, these could damage us? Yes, yeah, so uh, Mickleover, you're thinking about Corcoran. Uh, you know, he could roll us out cheaply. Very, very good bowler. Um, you've got Freddie at um, Walton. I'm not worried about his bowling specifically, but his batting. <laughs> he can really he can really take it away from you quickly as well. Uh, and he, he did bat quite well against us this year. I think he got maybe 70. I know uh, the guy at Walton, what's his name? Is it Blackwell? He, no. smack, he smacked one round one year, didn't he? At home, he pulled his leg or something, he just smacked it. Yeah. I'm a black one. I wouldn't expect him to chip in there, no. really, when I was in a roll. But, <laughs> well, I just, I just thought... <laughs> <I'd say yeah. laughs> I was just rolling on there. Blackwell. He's <laughs> 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 joking. I might come here every night, just talk. Just put these on. What's that guy's name at uh, Oruwis? Tom Chapman. Tom Chapman, yeah. So Oruwis, Tom Chapman, he can... He can be destructive as well, both with the bat and ball. So they're the kind of teams that you you think yourself. And then you've got also Jay Harper, the bat and ball again at Risley. If he comes off, you could be in trouble. But uh, this year, we've I think we've held. I was just going to say, did you feel you've sort of gone up against these the players you mentioned to think you've, you've performed well against them? Absolutely. And Absolutely. again, as a team, all chipped in, got wickets when you needed to and, and runs when you needed to. And... Absolutely. Absolutely, this year we've... I think Neil and Kamal, both in the 30s of wickets, I may be wrong, um, but both have got 30-odd wickets, Watto, plenty of runs, Eddie, you know, we've really all chipped in as a as a team. 
Not yeah. not sort of been his best season, Eddie, this year, has it really? Is no do, 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 reason why do you think, or is it, you know just not found his form this year? Or we have them years. I just think we have them years. I've not scored any runs this year. I say to, I give you my reasons, but I don't know with Eddie. You know, but he will come good. You know, normally sort of very dependable, isn't he? Can sort of always rely on him, and when he when he has a season like that. Does it sort of does it worry you, or because of the season you've had, he hasn't had to perform? I don't suppose so, so well because because you've had Water at the top and you, Scott Chilman's chipped him as and when he's played and he's got some runs and Kamal's done well with the, with the bat anti this yeah, year yeah. as well. Yeah, um, I always think to myself if we are batting second, chasing a score down, <clears> and Eddie is batting, I think we win the game. I always I walk around the boundary. Yeah. If, if Eddie's, if Eddie's the, there, you're, you're sort of confident. Yeah, I'm confident. You know, if we're getting down to the last five or six overs, I don't know, we need whatever we need. But and I know Eddie's there. I'm, I'm fairly confident, thinking, yeah, he, he knows what he's got to do here. And I enjoy batting with Eddie as well, because uh, math's not my strong point. And he just <laughs> says to me, Clarky, you know, you've hit six now. Just calm down, and that's that's really good. You still good. go again for another one, though, don't you? Even... Absolutely. If it's, in, if it's in the arc, you've got to go for it, haven't you? Or if it's not in the arc. <laughs> well. Um, we've also had uh, Angelo's come up from the twos this year for you to come and open the batting. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel, Angelo? He started off, when he first came up, he didn't look like he you know, he could find his feet, and he's, he sort of came good. I think confidence as well when you're coming up. Do you think you'll keep him in the first for coming into the next season? Or? I, I hope so, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 done really well. Um, as you say, at the start, I had to find his feet, and then he came in. He came well. He scored fifty fours at home. I've never seen a man hit the ball so hard. Long he the does floor, look good when he's really when he's, hot, when he's yeah. in form. He looks yeah, good yeah. as well. Yeah, um, and he's been key to us as again. You know, I've wanted him in the in the ones, and that's why I've picked him. Um, but he's performed well, performed well. Have you got a sort of memorable moment that's happened through the season? Any anything either funny, you know, sad, I suppose. Anything that sort of stuck in your mind as as a memorable moment for you, both both for yourself on a personal level and and for the team. Obviously, finishing third is is quite memorable. You know, it's was anything that sort of stuck in your mind. Beating Mickel over away, I enjoyed that day. I don't know why I enjoyed it. I think we'd had the podcast. We'd had the podcast before myself and um, Selb, um, and we were chatting away, you know. And I was really, I really wanted to win that game. And we won that game. And it just felt good, you know. Having that beer at the end, you think. So we were expecting them to be one of the top sides, you know. They're all good players there. That I'm not even going to say it. What you're going to say? What? <laughs> Are you going to talk about what is, what happened? I don't know. I was going to say about the funny thing was I think I mentioned it before. <clears throat> when we got there, there was me, Jonesy, and Westy on the swings. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> all on the swings. I've still got the video. Yeah, um, that was a great one. And some things I've seen this year that I've not seen for a long time. Some of the catches Jimmy's took this year are fantastic. Re- really, quite you know. I can't really explain it. It's really difficult to explain. But one, the one at Walton, a fantastic catch. And I thought, blooming it, you do well to beat that. But then I think the one at home he caught, I can't remember, it was at mid-wicket. Against Mickleover. Against Mickleover, was it? And that at mid-wicket, shortish in, and this lad pulled it. I can't remember who the batsman was. And crikey, what a great catch. Um, and they, those those two have stuck, stuck in my head. Even though he does give me a bit of jip when he's in the field. 
<laughs> he's always got plenty to say. Oh, Jimmy always will have you. Yeah, he's got plenty he's, to say. He is a he's class fielder. We touched on his fielding when when he was in with us, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. You know, the old saying, catches win matches, and if you can catch... Oh, yeah. The yeah. thing is, he's, he's 20-whatever, isn't he? All full of, like, a cock spring. You should be catching him. You mean a coiled spring? Cock. I meant cock. <laughs> <laughs> Spring, like a, like a cock spring. That's a cock spring. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you didn't have to give it to. Uh, oh dear. I don't. Just think about it funny now. Just think about it. Every weekend's funny for me. It's what you make it. Yeah, you're right. You are right. Play with your mates. Mm. But I think that's why we were successful this year because we just we don't take it too seriously. We just we know what each other can do. If we do the things that we're good at, you win games. And that's what's happened to us this year. I think we're lucky as a team because we all get on together where... Me and Eddie said on our, when we did our GOAT podcast, we, we, when we was younger and, a, and we could have gone anywhere we wanted to and just played cricket, but where's the fun in that? Yeah, just stay with your mates, stay with the people you know. And like you say, you know what each other can do, you know what people are capable of as well. Let's just change sort of tack slightly then, ground-wise... Where's what's the what, what ground have you played this year? That's that have you have to, could, you know got a favourite ground that you've played on this year, other than Winsor, obviously. Yeah, I love playing at Winsor. Um, Trentside was good, not my favourite ground, but the tracks fantastic this year. There, um, I've not played that actually there for for a number of years, a couple of years I think, maybe longer than that. But yeah, they, that was a lovely ground. Um, there There's been a few people have said this year that um, the Walton ground to, oh, bat, Walton. to bat on this year. Of course, yes. I forgot about that. Completely slipped my memory. Did you, did you get any innings at Walton or didn't you need to? I did bat, yes. Yeah, I did bat. I um, can't remember how many I got. I remember hitting Freddie for a six. That was always a highlight. I, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I just smacked him straight over his head and uh, put him for six. Yeah, but that was like a road. Yeah, it always is there. Very, very nice. Um, but big. Big outfield on one side, uh, down to the river. Uh, but Trent side, I remember that. I don't know why. Don't know why. Not just a nice ground to play on. Or did you perform well there? Which no, we didn't like... perform well. We lost. But I, I don't know why. It was just a nice, hmm. just a nice day there. People are going to be surprised at that. I think. Quite enjoy playing Brailsford because it's completely different. It's completely silent. There's no, there's no traffic. Golf course behind you. A little country lane. That's it. And you're in the middle of nowhere, cow fields, and you just got a cricket pitch. It was really nice. You know, it's got that old style setting, mm. which I quite enjoy. Yeah. So obviously, end of, end of the season. Then Matt, coming into, uh, you feel about winter nets? Do you like them personally? Yeah. You enjoy winter nets? I do enjoy them. Yeah. Do you think it works for you? No, because everything just sits up, and I just can cart it around, and I think, oh, I'm in great form here, but it's not. Then you go outside and play in April. And it sits low. It's like playing on a sponge. <laughs> it's just not clocky track. So it doesn't do a lot for you from a form point of view, doing winter nets? No. It just gets your feet moving. And... Get your feet moving. You get to see the ball a bit. But if anything, for me, you go and see your mates again. So um, coming into the new season then, 2023, where do you see Winsel? From a first-team point of view, where do you see Winsel in the league this time next year? I would like to achieve second, third... Minimum. So you you just still don't want to push for promotion then. You still absolutely, but I don't want to put the pressure on. Right. Inside, I want to I want to push. I want to get Winsel into the 
into div two hand the cap over and say there you go lads i've done my bit <laughs> that's me thanks very much <laughs> thank you i'll go down as a legend thank yeah you. thank you a leg end <laughs> <laughs> no uh, that, um yeah okay. the players we've got i think that's achievable um no pressure on to get promoted absolutely not but you know it's in there i want if we get the chance i'd go up and we'd give it a shot I know what do you think about do you think that as a team they're ready for div two nil or uh, Depends on the players. If you if you got another if you got five or six more games out of Scott Chillers, and, and the same out of Brett, you'd you'd be not far away. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, and both of them this year have had other priorities other than cricket this year. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we can get a few more games out of them. And I think we'll be I think we'll be right up there. How do you see the club as a whole? Obviously the seconds. How do you see them? Where do you think they'll sort of end up? How do you think they'll fare? Top half again. That's easily achievable for them. Um, so I have to speak to Paul. Paul will want to go up. Um, any players in the twos that stand out for you? I know you obviously don't play with them every week, but any players in the twos you'd like to see come up? Bill needs to get himself back on it. Um, he had a bit of dip in form, I think we'd agree, with the ball. Mm. He lost a bit of passion for bowling. I think he'd have bought, been bought into the ones on times if he hadn't have had that fade, but we all thought you know, the best thing to do is just let him settle, enjoy his cricket because we didn't want him to lose the love for cricket. How do you feel about some of the... We've got some of the, some of the youth. You know, we've got um, the two Harrys, and it's been announced we've got a third team next year. How do you feel about a third team next year? A lot of people behind the scenes, other players have been screaming for a third team and really wanted a third team. It's gone to committee, it's gone through. We've given what they wanted. So I hope it goes forward now. We can We can move on, bring some of these younger lads in, get them seeing playing cricket. Yeah, well, that's that's sort of the idea into to get the like, like I say, we've got the the two Harrys, we've got um, Angelo's son, we've got there's a couple of the juniors that possibly aren't quite ready to play second team, certainly not ready to come through the to the first. So a third team will see them into into cricket, into hardball cricket if you like, and play proper cricket against other sides. So it, it you know you've got to bring the youth through. Um, do you think there's a place in the seconds for some of the younger ch- kids yet? Do you think they're ready to move up? I think there's a couple that I would put into the second team and I'd pick a regular and just let them play. Um, but also with the, the numbers that we do get for avail- um, availability, it makes that difficult. And certainly with the position that the the first team were in this year, we were taking absolutely the strongest side, which we always try and do. But also then we in the background, we have the thought of the seconds. So it's been difficult to bring these these junior lads in. Um, but this third team, I I think hopefully we can get them into the thirds. Which So the third team, get these kids in, get these youngsters in, get them playing cricket. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard work. You know, I, you know for, the, for the captain, the vice captain, and uh, all of us, it's going to be tough, but we'll, we'll get through it as a club. And uh, I hope it all works out. I hope it all works out for us. It should be good in, in the long term. If you you know you're running your thirds, you like say your chill, your kids come through, then you your all stars that Winsel are, are very good with the all stars. We've got a big all star following, I suppose, if you like. Um, there's quite a quite kids, a, a, a good now. number, and your yeah. your wife obviously is, is plays a big part in the all stars. Yeah, yeah. Um, and your your two boys are coming through the all stars. How do you feel? Or how do you think the Winsel as a as a as a group are with the juniors? 
Do you think it's a good setup there? Obviously, absolutely fantastic setup. It's great to see on a Wednesday when we're down there as well. It's it's busy. It's got life on a Wednesday. Um, to the to the point now where we've had to change the days. So now seniors and some of the hardball juniors are going to be on a Wednesday, and the some of the younger kids and some of the other juniors are going to be on a Thursday. So that just says where we're going as a club. We've had to expand, go into two days because yeah. we can't physically do it all on one day, um, which is great. What we'd like to see this year, hopefully, I've been set a task by the wife that she would like some more of the first team players to be involved, whether we do it by rota and just come and help out just for one hour, yeah. you know, and just help out. And we all do a little bit because they see us throw a cricket ball and they think, wow, or hit a cricket ball, wow, you know. Well, yes, it's, so, it's good for the it's good for the kids. They see the first team players in there. It's like some of these other big clubs with the, you know that that have got, would you say, celebrity players or, or ex sort of famous players. When they come into the side, the the, the juniors how they respond to to some of these players. And we had um, Dunstall on, and they were talking about Jimmy Adams coming through and the, and the effect that Jimmy Adams had on Jamie Benstead himself said it. Martin, Martin, and you know, and they said that the effect they have on the on the juniors. So it would be the same. You get the first team players in, yourself, in, you know, included. Get Watto, like you say, get get down there. There's some of these players that have won averages, won league averages, and show the kids how to do it. It makes a big difference to them. Correct. They'd love it. They'd love it if we, more of us were down there and just to come and help. So hopefully we can continue yeah. going forward with this with these kids uh, and get a few of us down there and get some help. Jonesy down there with sawn off jeans. Yeah, what do you mean? Best reef shoes on. <laughs> reef flippers. Um, so I'm, I'm going to ask you then, obviously, you know, Jen's not with us. and, and Is she the ladies' captain, is she? She is. How's, how's Jen's thoughts on the coming season with the women's side? Obviously, you can't speak for her, but on her behalf, it'd be nice to get her in and talk about it, actually. You know, with the, with the women's side, how, how does she feel that's going? She enjoys playing on those Sundays at the Ladies Festival. Love it. I keep trying to say to her, just have one, see if we can do some hardball cricket. She is worried. She's never played cricket. She's only plays cricket because I do, you know. And then got involved in the club, likes doing, likes helping out. I've tried to say, let's do some hardball cricket with the women. But she says it's just the next step. Yeah. But they're really enjoying the softball cricket. And I said, you know what? If you're enjoying that, let's continue with that for now and then see where we go in the next couple of years. Um, but she does put a lot of focus into the kids. Yeah. She enjoys doing that. It, it's, not a, it's not a chore, or she really enjoys doing the kids. Canvassing for more players? I think what happens with the, with the ladies is you get, we've got the uh, players' wives, and then we play, and then a friend, she mentions it to a friend, a friend turns up, and then we, before we know it, we've got a load of, of, of ladies that have turned up, friends of friends, and, and that's how we've been playing. But yeah, they're, they're good fun to go and watch on a Sunday, uh, these different clubs, and that's what I enjoy, really. I enjoy just going to different clubs, you know, Elford and all these clubs that you've not been to for many years and just go and have a beer. Yeah. And watch the wife as she watches you on a Saturday. Yeah, she does, yeah. She doesn't watch me for long because I don't do much with the bat this year, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what, what, age are you, what age are your lads? They're eight and six. Okay, so you've got to play a, a bit longer yet before you're playing with your lads in the same side. Is that, is that sort of a goal for you in the future? Would, how, how much would you like to play, have the lads in the same side as you and sort of play alongside them? 
that is retirement. Play one season with them, I've always said, and then I'll, 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 I might give up. Also, I might not. <laughs> You're planning on retiring early, aren't you? They're not that bloody good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, you know, absolutely. I'd love to. I'd love to play with them. I'm sure I will. Uh, Elliot for me is improving. He's come on massive. So he's gone out of dynamos now, and he's playing. He's playing hardball cricket, and he loves it. You know, pads, gloves. He loves it. Helmet. Um, does he want to bat like his dad? Or is he, is he, no, is, he's completely he different. Shots? He's completely different. He likes to just... He likes yeah. to try and play. He smacks it. Yeah, yeah but he, <laughs> he plays, the, plays the right ball now to smack. He waits for that right ball to smack. Uh, now for Charlie, well, completely different. He'll just whack it. And actually it was really good on the President's Day when they both played in the junior game. Charlie got asked to play. Uh, with his little Liverpool football shirt on and he came into bowl and he took a wicket one of the older kids under 13 I think and his little celebration that thing you think oh yeah you know I can watch that every week I can't wait to watch them every week I'm sure you remember you know watching Bill when you were when he was a kid um yeah I'm looking forward to them days a few years yet though good yes, I might get 100 by them <laughs> my first ever 100 have you never got 100 yet never mate never no Never got hundred. That shocked me. I thought you'd. Yeah, I didn't know you'd not. No, never got hundred. Have to knuckle yeah, down. He's not in proper cricket yet. He has got hundred in just when Jones got eighty odd. Yeah, I got one four seven. Mm. You got dropped about one four seven times as well. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you never got hundred? I don't think I've got the patience. What's the, what's your high score? Must be eighty odd ones. Ninety. Yeah. Ninety two, I think, against Ralston. So you've got 92. It might be. Don't just edit that. <laughs> well, no, but you say, if you've got 92, think, we'll, we'll say, you, you know... I think 90. Neil, get well, your phone out. If you're up there, if you're in, certainly if you're in 80s, and you say you ain't got the patience, you've got the patience and to get to 80, why, 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 why can't you transition that then and just... The bit where you said patience to get to 80, have you seen me, but Yeah. Yeah, it's no patience. Not the patience, it's just you, your name's on a ball, isn't it? You can't keep swiping. You, well, you get to eight done, you should hang fire a minute then and pick your balls where you just keep going and going so and going. Why, why, why can't you sort of transition that then? Where, where in Matt Clark's head, when you've got set and you're in 30s, 40s and you've even got a 50, you know, you've gone past that, What? why in your head can you not just go, hang on right now, rein it in a bit, I'm on here for a, for a century, or I'm on here for a fifty. When you're in your thirties, what what what's this? When I bat, I generally do not think about what score I'm on. I just keep biffing it. Just keep going. Just keep going, yeah. Why can you not just? Is it just not in you just to hang about for a bit, see a few balls, see a few overs? Is it just not in you to do that? No, it's not. Just, just I come on. out sometimes. In in all the years, my granddad come and watches most games, as, you, as you're aware. And he'll come round to me and he'll just nod his head and he'll say, why don't you just have another tablet before you bat? <laughs> so just calm down. And at 36, when is it going to hit you that you can actually bat and you just settle down, calm down? Do you not think runs would come more? Do you not think you'd, it'd improve as a player doing that? Or have you no interest in that? Okay. I don't mean to say that in a, in a, in a rude way. No, no. The fact that you've got no interest, but... I don't know. You've, you've put me on the spot and I generally don't know, but I'll um, I'll tell you this. Sat here now, talk to you. I'll get hundred next year. Twenty three, season twenty three. I'll get my first hundred. I'll see you next. Uh, we'll look forward November. To it. We'll talk about it next November. And when you get it, we'll have you on and uh, ask how it felt for you. Then 
sure it was the same when I scored 20. I don't know. <laughs> I quite like it. I would like to to score 100. I would like to. I don't know why it's never happened. I don't know why it's never happened. I mean, apart from when Brett turned up, Matt's almost destructive batsman. And I tell him every week he should be scoring more runs. But he has one shot. To, he's just somewhat just one swing too many. Yeah, I do like looking around the uh, sidelines when you lot are walking around and you just, oh, calm down, just calm down, calm down. But he's yeah, just I've, not I've there. I've told you, if he, t- he takes a bowl of a 10 from the over, 10's enough, 16's, and then, then you're out. Who's one? Not you. No, I know. This is the, this is the conversation I have with them all every season. <laughs> I'll give in there. I'll score 100, season 23. We'll look forward to that then. On that note then, we'll say, Matt, thank you very much for coming in. It's been an absolute pleasure, and we'll have you on soon. Thank you. Can I just say, only joking, Steve, you know I love you. You're my favourite Steve and Watson with a V. Thanks ever so much, all three of you, for coming in. Thanks, Nigel. Thanks, Dunk. Thanks, Matty. That's all for the, pretty much this year. It's Christmas! Thank you, everybody, for supporting us through the year. One year of stumps, umps and beer pumps. So that's all we've got time for for this edition of Stumps, Umps and Beer Pumps. If you know someone at your club that wishes to come and have a chat with us and talk about your club, then please email us on stumpsumpsandbeerpumps at gmail.com. Also, please like and subscribe, and also you can follow us on Twitter. If you've got any questions, any stories or any funny anecdotes, then please again email us on stumpsumpsandbeerpumps at gmail.com. We hope you've enjoyed our tour around club cricket life. So please join us again for more of the same. Thank you very much for listening. This is Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps. So until next time, there's your one for the over. Stumps, Umps and Beer Pumps. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stump, 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 stump,